Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros, and I am your host today. Thanks so much for finding some time in your busy day to spend with me. I'm always honored. Well, today's show is going to take a little bit of a different format. Um, today I'm going to be talking about what they're, ta- where they're, what they're calling is the great resignation. I hadn't heard that term until just recently. And, you know, it really makes sense that after last year, uh, after 2020, the, the pandemic actually caused a lot of people to reevaluate the way they worked. And, you know, they reevaluating their life, reevaluating what's important to them. And I like to say that the pandemic actually was, um, it created a pause, created a pause in everyone's life at the same time. You can probably think back of places and times during your life where maybe there was a forced pause, maybe you were downsized and, you know, maybe that was a month, maybe it was six months, but that was only a pause for you. This was a world pause. So it was almost like everything got quiet all at the same time. And this pause actually slowed down our lives. And in many cases, our lives became came to a complete halt, right? Especially if you if you had a job and you were going to that job every day and then all of a sudden You weren't going anywhere every day. That routine that you were used to, it overnight disappeared. Well, if you live in a household with other people, their routines stopped as well. The kids were at home. And your employer may have wanted you to continue to work um, remotely, but maybe they weren't already prepared for that. Some companies had started allowing employees to work remotely several times a week. So they had a bit of an edge when this halt came down. Um, And and this halt, this pause, this pandemic, whatever name you want to put on it, it gave us that opportunity to think. It gave us that opportunity to assess the life that we were living, that fast-paced life, it caused us to reevaluate that. It gave us that opportunity to reevaluate the direction we were going, whether that was the career that we were headed in, or maybe it was uh, the way we went about it. You know, after spending more than a year at home, some people just don't want to go back to commuting. They prefer that 
flexible opportunity that to work from home several days a week and be able to have work-life balance. I was in corporate for 30 plus years and I have to tell you that I commuted probably more than two hours a day to and from work. That's a lot of time when you think about it. And there's the expense of driving into the city. There's the parking expense. There is the expense of eating out. There are so many expenses that go with working at another location, working downtown. Uh, I have to tell you, there were times that commute was grueling. And probably some of you are shaking your head because you can relate to me. It was so intense that sometimes I was exhausted before my day even got started. You know, and, and I think about what the pandemic um, created for us. You know, and I think about how it actually brought families back to basics. You see, I'm going to be telling my age, but I'm in my late 60s. And when I was growing up, there was a mealtime at night, and everyone came to the table, and we ate our meals together. And that meal was whatever meal my mother put on the table. She was not a short order cook. And so it was an opportunity for the family to come together at least once a day. So this pandemic forced us to go get back to the basics. You know, families were cooking at home again. Um, They were eating meals together, like I described when I was a young girl. That's what we did. They played ball in the backyard again. And all of those things, if you think about it, All of those things reminded us of our why. Why are you doing this every day? And, you know, sometimes I know with me when I was working corporate, I would get so wrapped up in the doing that I would forget about my why and why I was doing. Because there is a pace. And many people refer to it as that rat race. But there is an energetic pace that when you step into it, it's almost like a, I guess the best way I can describe it is it feels like a fast-moving people mover. So it's like in the airports when you see those people movers. Sometimes you get, you step on that and the pace picks up and it picks up and it picks up and you're You don't have control over the pace as long as you are still on that people mover. You see, I think that this forced pause of 2020, it has allowed us to experience some of those beautiful moments that that we miss when we are, are doing. And in many cases, I think people realized that they could do that same job from home. They could do that same job, maybe going in 
a couple of times a week. They can do that same job and be very effective in doing it, but they can also be present for their family. Now, I know those of you that have um, school-age kids, you're probably raising your eyebrow because I'm sure there were many times that we've all seen those videos where the kids would run across the room or interrupt a Zoom meeting. But I tell you, it, it's just so wonderful to be able to experience that, to be able to, when you get off that Zoom call, when you get off that conference call, to be able to go downstairs or you know, play with the kids for 15 minutes before you start the next one. And that's part of the why. That's part of the why. Um, you know, many people just didn't realize how burnt out they were from logging in the, the long hours plus trying to balance home life with childcare and school and homework and ball games and meals. And yeah, I'm sure you've got plenty more that you could add to that list. But, and all of that still went on, even though people were working from home. But it was the fact they didn't have to get into that commute. They didn't have to step on that fast-moving people mover. They didn't have to go to the office. They didn't have to completely separate themselves from the family. So, you know, because of this, there are so many employees that they're ready to see what else is out there. What else is out there? And I think that's what has created this great resignation. I think it's actually a movement, a great resignation movement. Because they want to just see what else is out there. I recently read an article about the great resignation, and it said there was a recent poll that showed that more than 75% of workers are now considering changing jobs. That's huge. That's more than half of the workforce out there. They are considering changing jobs. And most of them are even willing to, to switch industries um, to get the, that right position. They don't even care. Uh, Monster.com found that most say burnout and lack of growth opportunities are what is driving the shift. Yeah, I get it that those are two, two factors that have, have played into people leaving for years. But I believe this pandemic, it just magnified that. It magnified the fact that you were burnt out. It magnified the fact that there, is, there was no growth in the company that you were working with. So it just, that pause, again, I will go back to that pause, allowed us to step back and to think. And every day that pause went on, then someone that had been 
in a situation where they just felt totally burnt out, they started feeling less stress. Maybe they started feeling like they could enjoy life again. So, you know, what does that mean, enjoy life? Well, everybody has their own own description of that. And so many people that were in corporate, you know, they would just rather leave an industry that they had been in for maybe decades and that they were comfortable in instead of, instead of just staying in that job. They would rather leave it um, because they felt very undervalued or unheard. And I don't know, maybe you, maybe you felt that way before. I know, I, I can definitely say that I have felt that way before. 30 years in corporate, there were many positions that I felt undervalued and unheard. Um, I recently read a quote. You all know that I'm always looking for quotes. I recently read a quote from Helen Omens, and her quote is, the pandemic reminded us that people are not machines. People are not machines. And I think that that's what that fast-moving people mover created was that employers just would put their employees on that people mover and just saw them as machines. And, you know, some employers believe that if you worried about your kids or about your health or, you know, your financial situation, um, whether you could pay the bills, whether you could pay rent, you know, all those things that come with, to be honest, that come with being human, that you're less likely to be productive. Now think about that. We were all worried about those things, especially last year. And working under those conditions are certainly situations for someone to want to leave their job. I recently saw some statistics, and it said that uh, just fewer, just less than 650,000 American retail workers quit in the month of April of 2021 alone. That's crazy numbers. Do you think it's because they all of a sudden hit the jackpot, they hit the lottery, and they don't need the money? No. It's all about the stress that I've been describing to you earlier that many employers put on their employees. Now, I get it that those were some really difficult days, and businesses themselves were struggling, and they... Many thought, many leaders, many in the leadership roles thought additional pressure on employees to perform would do it. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I don't work that way. I just don't work that way. I want to leave that situation when that happens. So if you're looking at 650,000 American retail workers quitting in a single month, 
what are some of the options? So if you are listening and whether you've been downsized or maybe you've been laid off or you have just gone in one day and said, I can't do this anymore. So what are your options? What are your options? Well, I'll tell you, when I left corporate, it took me almost six months to decompress from the intense pace that I was under. And you don't realize it because it builds up very subtly, very subtly. And then all of a sudden, that's when burnout comes in. So are some of your options? Well, I would say your first option, your, the first order is to take advantage of this pause, this quiet time. Really evaluate yourself. Is this really making you happy? Do you like the industry? Do you like the company? What is it you like about the industry? What is it you like about the company? What would you like to see changed? So with that being said, you can certainly dust off your resume and get back out on monster.com or careerbuilder.com and look for another position in the same or a different industry. However, in the end, you're still not calling the shots. You're still in the same position, but just a different name on your business card. And you've all experienced this probably. I know I have. You know, there's always that honeymoon period. And you you will be the best hire that they've ever made. You'll be the best hire. But that's during that honeymoon period. And for some companies, it wears out a lot quicker than for others. But what happens when there's another crisis? What happens? So this is why there are so many corporate employees that are turning to business ownership, and in particular, franchise ownership. And the reason the franchise business model is so attractive is because franchises allow business owners to avoid those headaches that come with starting a business from scratch. And I have to tell you that Starting a business from scratch is quite the challenge to, because to be honest, you don't even know all of the, the parts of running a business that you need to know. You need, you need to know, uh, you need to find the best CRM, the best uh, marketing platform. You need to find the best telephone um, process. You need to find all of the infrastructure. You need to put all of that infrastructure together. Now, putting it together requires a lot of research. And if you go to, you could go to every CRM, talk to the president, talk to the the IT people that created it, and they will all tell you it's the best. So which one do you choose? And it's the same with marketing strategies. 
they will all tell you that it is this is the best way to market. So which do you choose? You know, because franchises um, have a system, and this is a proven system. They have a track record. They have franchisees who have already succeeded using all of their infrastructure. They use this to deliver their product or service because franchising, just let's get real folks, franchising is just a delivery mechanism. It is just a business model that allows a company, a brand, to deliver their product or their service and or their service across the world in a very effective way. And they have done this, and they teach their franchisees to do this. They teach their franchisees how to serve customers and how to get accounts. It is the way that makes the job of the new owner of the franchise to be able to get in the market and to, and to do this in uh, a smooth, easy approach because, again, they have a plan. They have a strategy. They have a blueprint. And if you're starting your own brand, you have to create that blueprint. So, you know, I've interviewed hundreds of franchisors on my show, All Things Franchising. And I will tell you that even during 2020, I think I failed to tell you what today is. Today is July the 22nd of 2021. And I will tell you that many of the franchisors that I interviewed during the pandemic, during 2020, they were experiencing record growth. Now, Azor that was experiencing this growth, their franchisees were as well. Many times that is because there is a leadership team. There is someone at the helm. There is someone steering this ship that has done this before. There is a team that knows how to raise the flag, get the answers, and keep going. So these franchises, they, they've proven that they are recession resistant. Now, if anybody tells you they're recession proof, I would certainly tell you to turn around and walk away because nothing is recession proof. But these, these franchises, they have proven to be that they are recession resistant. Um, and you want to be in that industry. Plus, having a strong leadership team to, like I said before, navigate those waters. You've got someone at the helm that can navigate those waters for you. Think about this, folks. If you're an independent business owner, you remember last year things were changing almost hourly. I'm sorry, I believe I was muted at the time. You know, the great thing about having a team is that 
the there is someone in the leadership role that knows how to navigate the waters. And if they don't know how, their job, their full-time job is to make that happen and to keep all the other franchisees informed. So independent business owners really struggled because they were trying to keep their doors open. Plus, they were also trying to keep up with all of the changes going on. So you want to be part of an organization that is in a great industry, but also has a great leadership team. And, you know, the bottom line is one way you can shield yourself from the effects of a recession, again, is to be your own boss. But being your own boss team will certainly make it um, an easier ride for you. You know, they always say the sky is, is the limit. Well, when you own your own business, the sky is the limit. So people who have performed well for other organizations. So if you're listening and you've, you've been rewarded well for the work that you have done in a corporate position, and you have always gotten those the raises, the good reviews, the um, you you've always done well, but maybe you just don't feel that you've been totally appreciated, and maybe you feel that you've been helping someone else grow their business. You might want to look at becoming a franchisee. For those who have been, have maybe faced layoffs and maybe you've been downsized one time too many in the corporate, um, in corporate America, and maybe you want to take advantage of this opportunity to make your dream of owning your own business come true. And, you know, business ownership offers a stability that corporate positions, you know, they just can't offer because if, if you're in corporate, you may have experienced this where someone's been hired as the new division manager and everything changes and maybe they want to bring their own people. I don't care how secure you feel in your corporate position, whether you show up the next day or not, is up to somebody else many times, unless you take that in your hands. You know, and, and if you think that franchising doesn't have an opportunity in an industry that would leverage your skills or, or maybe your interest, Think again. I have had, as I said, I have had hundreds of franchisors on my show. And I'm just going to flip through my, my um, notebook here and share a few of the industries that have been represented on my show that are franchises. Uh, Winnie Couture. That is a bridal uh, franchise. 
where they have custom bridal gowns. Um, rock and roll daycare, that is an upscale daycare. Um, yes, it's a brick and mortar, but they do really special, unique things in their daycare. They bring music in every single day. Um, they're Spiffy. Spiffy is a mobile uh, car care service. And how great is that to be able to have someone come clean your car and you didn't even have to go anywhere? 100% chiropractic. It's a private chiropractic service, but it's a franchise. And you know they have those all over the United States. Um, Brightway Insurance. It's a PNC insurance company, and you can become a franchisee of Brightway Insurance. So there are so many different different industries out there. Brango Software Solutions. That is an employee background check um, franchise opportunity. It's a licensing opportunity. Um, so it doesn't matter what your skills or talents are. It is a great way to just um, own your own company without feeling like you have to start it from scratch. Physical therapy now, it's a physical therapy clinic, and they get tons of business from all of the doctors around. Rockin' Pets, Rolling Vets, it's a mobile vet service. It is. Um, it goes on and on and on. Uh, success on the spectrum. That is a center for um, children and adult and young adults who are autistic. So you see, it touches so many industries and so many passions. So if you have a passion for children, if you have a passion for the elderly. I just recently interviewed Goshenite. Goshenite is a senior services franchise. Uh, They help seniors downsize. They help them move into either uh, independent living or into long-term care. So there's so many different industries out there. If you think there's not one for you, then think again. So I believe that there are many different reasons and mindsets that people decide to look into franchising. And so today, this has been part one of the Great Resignation, and I just wanted to to give you the heads up, so to speak, and let you know that it's happening. It's happening now. So if you have a corporate position, If you have a job now, then it could be that it's time to look at something a little bit different. So I'm going to take a real quick commercial break. When I come back, I'm going to share with you some of the topics I'm going to talk about in part two of the Great Resignation. So hang on. We're going to do a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more about the Great Resignation. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. 
From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros, and I've been talking and sharing with you today this movement that I just recently found out about, and it's called the Great Resignation. So there are a lot of people in corporate who are ready for something else. Maybe they're ready for the next chapter in their life. Maybe they're ready to find more purpose in the work they do. Maybe they are ready to find something that will um, allow them to have the work-life balance that they have missed out on for many years. So in part one, we talked a little bit about what that movement looks like and why it is happening. So in part two, I'm going to share with you some of those mindsets and why someone would want to consider becoming a franchise owner at this time. If you think now is not a good time to go in business for yourself, you are very mistaken because the SBA is very eager to help small business owners to start their own business and particularly a franchise owner because, again, that franchise can has a proven history of success. Banks, SBA, they really love that. So what are some of the reasons that someone would consider becoming a franchise owner? And we'll go into this in, in more detail in part two, but Some people are looking to replace their corporate paycheck, and that can happen. Uh, Someone can uh, plan well enough so that they have a few months of living expense. So when they start their business, it takes a few months for it to actually show up in the black. Some brands... Uh, turn black much quicker than others. And, you know, those are all things we would look at when we're looking at concepts for you. So it can replace your corporate paycheck. Others are looking to elevate their lifestyle. 
Maybe you're just tired of barely making it from month to month to month. You, and, and you don't get to enjoy the life that you want to enjoy. Well, you can elevate that lifestyle. You can take those vacations. And those are some things, again, we'll talk about in part two. And then there are the ones that want to build a legacy. And those are the ones who are, um, are highly successful in franchising, multiple locations. And it doesn't mean that everyone has to have that vision or that dream. It's just that if that is your dream, we can make it happen with franchising. So I'd like for you to join me next time when we talk a little bit more about how to take advantage of the great resignation so that you can start now to make in making your dreams come true. And whatever those dreams are, uh, whether it's building a legacy or whether it is just having more of a work-life balance, we can do that. As always, folks, I'm going to leave you with a quote. This is a quote by Jeff Platt. He is the CEO of uh, SkyZone, which is an international franchise. The quote goes like this, spend time up front to invest in systems and processes to make long-term growth sustainable. That's exactly what Franchise Business Model does. They have done the upfront uh, search and the, um, they've done the research, they've chosen the right infrastructure, and so when you invest in that, you invest in the systems and you invest in the processes that will help to make your growth long-term. Folks, thanks again for being with me on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.